Dave presents Me and My Shadow Mark IV, a Paranoia Actual Play podcast. Greetings, citizen. You are a citizen of the far future. Your home is Alpha Complex. Humanity has advanced dramatically since the bad old days of the 20th century. There is no war. There is no famine. There is no disease. Alpha Complex is a utopia run by a benevolent and omniscient computer. The computer is your friend. The computer provides for your needs. The computer ensures that each and every citizen of Alpha Complex is happy. The computer is your friend. The computer wants you to be happy. Failure to be happy is treason. Treason is punishable by summary execution. You are happy, aren't you? We thought so. You are a clone. According to legend, humans once reproduced by rutting like vile animals. This is no longer true. Humans are grown in clone banks by the computer. There is no longer any need for the messy randomness of love, romance and childbirth. The computer makes sure that each and every human is genetically perfect in every respect. See what love the computer has for its citizens. The computer is your friend. Trust the computer. In the unlikely event you encounter terminal danger, the computer will order the transfer of your brain's recorded memories to a new, identical clone body. The computer continues to pioneer stunning advances in cloning technology, and its unique Memomax technology can copy and transfer the deceased citizen's memories to a new clone with speed and absolute accuracy. Your Memomax circuitry was implanted before you were decanted, and it functions perfectly today. The chances of lost or corrupted memories occurring are completely within current guidelines set by the computer. The computer is your friend. Because the computer is aware of the importance of making backups in case of accidental loss or erasure, each citizen is provided with five replacement clones. Historically, the number of citizens who have required more than five replacement clones is within the acceptable margins given prevailing situational circumstances. The computer provides everything for the happy citizens of Alpha Complex. It provides food. It provides shelter. It provides entertainment. It offers challenging and meaningful work. It provides for the spiritual and psychological needs of its citizens. It exists to serve you. The computer is your friend. But Alpha Complex is at war. It has been at war for all recorded history. There is constant danger of infiltration by the enemy. The enemy is the communists. Traitorous elements within Alpha Complex, such as mutants and secret societies, assist the commies. These dangerous elements must be rooted out and destroyed. Enemies are everywhere. Stay alert. Trust no one. Keep your laser handy. It's another beautiful day in Alpha Complex. Things are proceeding perfectly and according to the computer's grand plan. 
and we're going to focus on a brave team of troubleshooters here. First of all, we're going to zoom into tech services where Tony R T Y H one is working away furiously. Tony, how are things with you? Well, everything's going great down here. I've been uh, messing around on lots of things, been chewing up my fingers on lots of gears and whatnot, and it's been a, it's been a ton of fun. I, I've been enjoying every minute of it, and there's lots of fun uh, gizmos, gadgets, and whatnot to mess around with, and uh, it's I'm having a blast. Literally, uh, many people have fallen to the, my hijinks. So Tony is a team's equipment guy. He's responsible for the smooth running of all the wonderful equipment that the computer issues. We're now, however, going to go to the team's leader, Jude RTLL1. Jude, how are things in CPU? I'm great. Uh, Sometimes people call me Tony, Uh, but you know, otherwise, uh, things are fantastic. This quarter, we've really been crushing it. We've managed to really move the needle. shift the paradigm, if you will, as we've been synergizing more and more as a cohort, as a conglomerate, being able to really push the boundaries of who we are and what we know and how we do things here in CPU. I'm just saying we've really knocked it out of the park this time, and next year we will continue to smash through those glass barriers. Thank you, Jude. And Judar is the team leader, the fearless individual who the computer trusts to ensure a successful mission. We're now going to go to HPD and MC, and we're going to meet Lee R. HWM1, the team's recording officer. Lee, how are things in housing preservation development and mind control? Yeah, they're fun, man. They're fun. They're good. They're good. So we're just making the show. You know the show. Little eyes are everywhere. You all watched as a. You all watched it as a kid. You all watched it as a kid. Um, actually, do you guys want to sing the theme song with me now? <laughs> Always. Okay. Every everyone on three. One, two, three. Little eyes are everywhere. Little eyes are everywhere. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that's more or, le- more or less. Yeah, you guys know the show. So I, I, I make the show and, uh, you know, just teach uh, kids right from wrong. Hey, man, it's, uh, it's a good life. Thank you very much, Lee. We are now going to go to Bailey R.S.E.E. 1. He's the team's hygiene officer. Bailey, how are things down in the armed forces? Not quite seeing as much action as I would like to behind this uh, behind this logistics desk, but uh, doing my my computer giving duties and supporting supporting everyone here. Thank you, Bailey. And finally, we are going to go down to see Sasha R MWP One and Power Services. Sasha is a team's happiness officer and a registered mutant. Sasha, how are you? I am fantastic, thank you. Everything is great down here in Power Services. Everything's completely under control. The important thing to note here is that nothing's going wrong. Everything is completely under control. Power services doing what they always do, you know, sorting out all the stuff, you know, not letting those guys from tech services get in the way and mess things up. So, yeah, everything's under control. Happiness is mandatory. Thank you very much, Sasha. And please, nobody worry about the beeping sound in the background. That is utterly normal. Everything is running optimally. Alphanet entry, service groups and troubleshooters. All citizens belong to one of eight service groups. Each group serves a vital role in Alpha Complex's bureaucracy. Each continually struggles with the others for funding, equipment and personnel. Sometimes the struggles become violent. Internal security, 
Intsec is responsible for weeding out traitors and commies and maintaining order. It combines the function of law enforcement officers, secret police, and monitors of political orthodoxy. Insect is cordially hated and feared by citizens in all other services. Its agents are everywhere. Technical Services maintains robots, vehicles, communications, hardware, industrial and production systems, and various electronic and mechanical service systems. In practice, tech services and power services responsibilities overlap. Vicious bureaucratic rivalry and infighting develop over which group is best suited to serve the computer in disputed jurisdictions. Housing, Preservation, Development and Mind Control, HPD and MC, are responsible for primary human services, housekeeping, crash management, education, entertainment, recreation and retirement management. This is the largest, the least prestigious and the least politically reliable service group. But, as dispensers of propaganda, HPD and MC can sway the emotions of the masses, making it, in some ways, the most powerful. The armed forces protect Alpha Complex against external invasion by commie mutant traitors. They also supplement INSEC against internal threats. Tough, well-trained, well-equipped members of elite units like the vaunted Vulture Squadrons frequently serve as bodyguards and handle high-priority missions within Alpha Complex. Production, Logistics and Commissary, or PLC, is responsible for agricultural and industrial production and resource allocation. It prepares food and stores and distributes all consumer goods. PLC is only marginally more prestigious than HPD and MC. Power services maintain the power plants and the primary habitat engineering systems of Arthur Complex, traffic, air, water and waste. Disputes with tech fuel a bitter rivalry between the two groups. Frequently, this rivalry becomes violent. Research and Design, R&D, develops new technology and equipment for the computer and citizens of Alpha Complex. R&D's bold advances are better known for their imaginative conception than their reliability. The computer is unrestrained in its enthusiastic support for R&D's visionary projects. Central Processing Unit, or CPU, is the central supervisory and administrative authority of Alpha Complex. An entrenched bureaucracy handles records, regulations, human resources, utopian engineering, justice and administrative operations. CPU agents assigned directly by the computer to projects of particular interest enjoy unparalleled autonomy and discretionary powers. The Troubleshooters are an elite service group composed of citizens from all other service groups. Troubleshooters go wherever the computer orders, solving whatever problems the computer wants to be solved. Being a troubleshooter is the most dangerous job available to any citizen, but one of the few ways a citizen may rapidly rise to a higher status. For the sake of clarity, there are often, but not always, expected to find trouble and, well, shoot it. Good morning, troubleshooters. Happiness is mandatory. Please proceed to briefing room 23807D in QED sector. Have a nice day. Well, I guess I might as well do that. Just drop everything in my hands. 
Oh man, I'm excited to take this offline, excited to really, you know, get penetrance and get this sale-driven benchmark right across the board to make everything disruptive. You beat this up in my marketing meetings. <laughs> I just oh, want to facilitate God. this granular review as best I can to touch base with friend computer. I've been in a startup before, and that <laughs> scars me in a way. <laughs> I'm sorry. The life cycle of this is it's you know it's all about risk management. It's all about making sure no one's out of the loop. No, no, uh, stop. Ah. <laughs> Synergistic management solutions. Yeah, I mean it's all about customer value. I'm just saying. You make your way to QED sector. And QED sector is a central core of alpha complex R&D and an absolute hub of activity and mayhem. And as you enter, there's many sights and smells that greet you. There's two scrub bots methodically cleaning each other. There's infrareds whisking by carrying plastic cartons labeled things like new improved bouncy bubble beverage. There's high clearance R&D personnel appearing and disappearing through doors and hatchways. Everywhere, there's the smell of ozone and burning, maybe burning flesh, maybe it's just food, who knows. And ahead, briefing room 23087D. Beside the briefing room doors, a frail, yellow-striped infrared guard. And as you approach, she hooks her thumb over her shoulder and says, Go right in, you won't get in trouble, they're expecting you. First of all, how dare you speak to me? But thank you. For a second, thank you. I'm going to walk right in. First, let me just say, uh, uh, you, but also make sure that you're really trying to, uh, you know, across the piece, just uh, have the bandwidth for this today. I'm going to walk into. Okay, I'm going to take a moment to get an establishing shot with my camera and uh, maybe a little voiceover memo. Uh, the city, with the city smells and all the city sounds... And then I'll go in too. I'm going to go in and sit at the back. Okay, so you enter the briefing room, and standing in the front is a rather gaunt but uh, dapper looking figure. His badge reads Joseph B. DGU, and he's clearly the, the, the briefing officer. And he's standing before what looks like a burnt out pit in the middle of the floor. And in this shallow Scotch depression, is a huge crate marked Danger Mission Equipment. Flanking Joseph B are two green clearance Vulture Squadron goons armed with neuro whips and hand flamers. And one of them motions you to sit on an empty bench which Joseph B appears to be addressing. The other guard, he's not interested, or you're even aware of you, in fact, he seems to be really focused on a huge wad of gum that's hanging from the ceiling, which he's idly toasting with his hand flamer. Joseph B appears to be in the middle of a sentence when you enter. Just make sure you are beyond the blast radius if this should occur. Now that you understand how to safely use your mission equipment after this briefing, you will take it and report immediately to Hangar 139 on level 27B, where you will be assigned to guard the new experimental warbot model 
Mark IV field. Testing on the new Warbot begins in precisely 20 hours. For 20 hours, you will be responsible for the safety of the Warbot model 425 Mark IV. After the 20 hours, a representative for R&D should arrive to take charge. Of the Mark IV, we have no indication that a sabotage attempt will occur, but we are taking no chances while you are on this mission, your code. Name will be Task Force 451. Also, depending upon your performance, you may receive an invitation to the field test courtesy of research and design team leader where are you yes right here uh, i'm just excited uh, to get a helicopter view uh get the best practices down here i'm glad that you reached out for us to do this uh looking at 425 mark 4 warbot uh and taking it uh, at least going to hangar 139 uh i'm wondering if you want us to do more with less here make sure that we're getting that low-hanging fruit uh ensuring that the sabotages the mutants uh basically more or less the people inside the facility uh show themselves to us if uh if it's given so that way friend computer can you know exterminate them for the betterment of all you will be the mission leader for the entirety of this mission. Your team's codename will be Task Force 451. As mission leader, your special equipment consists of one chronobot which will count down the time. Remaining in your mission starting right now from the 20 hour mark. Your chronobot will announce the time remaining every hour on the hour. Phenomenal. Keeping your cards close to the chest. I totally understand that. Well, let's make some hay. Let's get this chronobot and let's really just take this to the upper atmosphere and make sure that warbot gets there for its 20 hours of testing. A security perimeter has been marked with a yellow line around the Mark IV. Absolutely no one may cross the yellow line with, without proper authorization. Only citizens presenting a security authorization form are authorized. However, before receiving your security authorization forms, please have the team leader sign for them. Alex, you're handed a large pad of paper. And on that is a whole load of legalese. Um, it's virtually impenetrable. Um, but it seems to suggest that you as team leader are responsible for the welfare of your fellow citizens. And at the bottom, you just need to sign it. Phenomenal. I would really like to drill down into this, but I can see that it's an all-hands-on-deck moment. And I, and I really need to make sure that we're, we're getting there and we're, we're doing our part uh, to dive deeper into this issue. So I'll sign this off and make sure everyone here at the complexes is really being taken care of. He signs a form Bailey R-S-E-E-1. Naughty Jude, that's not your name. Wow, guys, a real war bot. I wonder, I'd love to just get into the heart of this robot and find out, you know, what really, what it's really thinking about. I wonder if I could get an interview. I wonder what kind of gizmos and artificial pieces and parts uh, capable of killing and maiming 
uh, are available to touch and maybe play with. This is and test, of course, for mother computer, for the computer, you know, of course. Joseph B. nods sagely in your direction, Tony R. To brief you on the technical aspect of the Mark IV, I now have the honour and privilege to introduce the illustrious Rob YQED2, R&D designer of the Mark IV Warbot. Standing up next to Joseph B is the sage white-haired figure of Rob Y. And he he nods and and starts uh, pacing back and forth. He turns around to you. Isn't this a wonderful Alpha Complex day? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, sir, of oh, I am yeah. just happy, happy to be here. Bailey's standing at attention and salutes. The lighting is good. He stares long and thoughtfully into each of your eyes, almost as if he's peering into your very soul. He starts to pace up and down. Uh, Citizen Bailey R., excuse me, but... But what is my security clearance? That is yellow, sir. Hmm. And and Lee R. Um, who who do you think I am? I mean, who are we all? We're just we're just people, man. Me, you, everyone, just good friends, good friends. And, and what what door did I, did I come through? Right. It's a metaphor. I get you, man. Uh, what door? <laughs> what door did? What door did I come from? Uh, right? Mm, in, indeed, indeed. Tony R. That is a handsome uniform. Do you think they will have blue dessert tonight in the commissary? For me, of course not. I am not allowed such a color. Uh, but perhaps f- for the higher-ranked individuals, blue dessert is a p- potential if they are clear for such. Quite. The vulture guards appear to be nodding enthusiastically. Joseph B. interjects. At this time, feel free to ask Rob Y. any questions you might have about the Mark IV. Remember, you are responsible for the welfare of the Mark IV and the more you understand the warbot's design, the better able you will be to protect it. So, uh, my my glorious yellow comrade, uh, I've been I'm just curious as to if there's a, an automatic defense system uh, besides passing that pre-described yellow line that may be active in case, for instance, uh, a saboteur tries to take hold of this most precious of computers' gifts. Rob Y nods. You see, there's a, a, a glisten of a, of a tear in his eye. Uh, the Mark IV is actually quite large. That absolutely uh, large and great as all computers uh, can be and are. Even small computers are great too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it's not the size of the computer. It is. It is how it is used. Uh, certainly, but at the same time, I feel like we really need to drill down more into this issue because uh, my main concern, especially with a registered mutant on the team, which is hideous and gross, uh, that they may actually be an inlet for further sabotage. A mutant. I knew a mutant once. Uh, He was shocked, but had amazing hair. 
probably because of his disgusting possessive genes uh he was probably compensated in one other way because let's be honest they are subhuman scum uh well thank you so much for all the information you have given us and, and honestly i'm just excited to, to shift the paradigm and smash that glass ceiling to make sure that war and the war bots are uh, optimized excuse me my my yellow benefactor uh what kind of interesting gizmos and or uh, gadgets will there be on said uh, destruction vehicle? He looks at the ceiling. He seems to be intently focused on the piece of gum that the vulture squadron warrior is still idly toasting with his hand flamer. And he points a finger up there. If one is to truly understand, one must... And he points his finger up again. I understand completely, sir. Yeah, man. Joseph B. stands forward. This concludes your pre-mission briefing. Please proceed directly to the hangar with this crate of mission equipment. And he gestures at the large crate. It'll take at least two of you to, to carry this. I run over to the crate uh, immediately <clears throat> and try to like lift it up myself. You, you fail miserably. <laughs> uh, c- could I get a little help with all this cool gizmo and stuff? Of course. I think the best strategy here would be to be more proactive. Bailey, uh, Bailey R. C. One. I mean, you are by far and away the most qualified physically to be carrying that. In addition, uh, while we're doing this, if uh, Lee R. I can, I can take your camera from you, uh, and I can you can also move it if that's if that's all right with you. I do believe that uh, you know it's important to get the timeline through here and make sure that restructuring the group in such a way that as we move this giant box, uh, I can be optimized for being the one in the lead. Uh, so just to clarify, uh, I will not be touching said gizmos. Oh no, Tony R. By all means, please, please touch it as well. But also, uh, Lee R. And, and Bailey R. Can you make sure that he does nothing at all to this box? Because if he does, uh, I want you to murder him outright. Well, I am the equipment guy, so I got, I was planning on taking an inventory of this new inventory. That's fine. We haven't opened the box yet, so just like one box, check. I'm just I'm real happy that we did that, though. Good job. Again, if you do anything, I will make sure you are dead. Uh, I'll hail computer. The workers strained and their muscles glistened and bulged as they lifted the crate. Uh, we have a fairly large female demographic in our audience. So <laughs> that, that's just for them. I'm just going to keep a hand on the crate the entire time as the other people are carrying. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll try and lift it. I'll, I'll lift one end. I got one end. Camera in the other hand, of course. Uh, don't worry, I'll take it, and I'll take footage of you whilst you're doing this, just to make sure that everyone knows that this trouble is all, all due respect, man, it's, this is a complicated piece of machinery. But best leave it to me. That's fair. I'll, I'll hold on to it then for the meantime. Uh, uh, I'll, do re- I, I'll do respect, sir, as the equipment man, as the equipment guy in particular. I can't have you uh, shifting equipment to and fro. It's, 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 it's a lot of paperwork. I'd have to take it up to, to, to friend computer. That, that's totally fair. Where is our chronobot? equipment guy uh, right here and I lift him up the chronobot was on top of the of, of the case and Jude as you know the chronobot is your responsibility it's a little wrist mounted robot it looks like it's asleep at the moment okay so I'll grab that and I'll wrap that around my, my list my, my, my wrist <laughs> <laughs> so who, who's lifting this slightly singed crate I'll take a side I'll take a side yeah Bailey Bailey yeah, will I'm, step I'm over stepping to back a couple of paces single, single side and let Lee and Tony Take the other side. Okay, so between Lee and Bailey, you managed to heft this. It's fairly heavy. 
you're pretty sure there's not a ticking sound you can hear from inside it and you start making your way down to hangar 139 now hangar 139 consists from your view of a set of giant clamshell doors and next to these doors is a computer monitor and this is your team steps up at speed greetings troubleshooters to enter please present your security authorization forms show my form there's a little buzzing sound and the screen uh, changes to a please wait to slide open. Oh, thank God, man. My back is starting to hurt. And within, there's a cavernous hangar. Now, usually this would house an entire vulture squadron. And now, inside, there is only one vehicle. Mark IV. One 75 metre long, 25 metre wide, 40,000 tonne vehicle mounted on six monstrous treads and bristling with dual-mounted vapor guns, grenade launchers and a rapid-fire tack nuke cannon plus one huge megagun. Uh, oh, computer, your majesty is so apparent to me in all things, but in this especially. I'm... What majesty? Liar, are you, are you getting footage of this amazing thing? Oh yeah, you're stuck like, well. In the box, Leo. Do you, do you I got the to Take your camera from you, so I can I can uh, take this footage. I'm happy to do. No, it. I am the team. It's better. It's better. It's better if I. Uh, it's better if I uh, keep the vision consistent. So I'm. I'm just going to push through. I'm going to turn and face the camera. I'm going to say, "Isn't this an incredible feat of power systems engineering? You know, this is just a testament to what, when everybody is really in control of everything going on, what the power systems engineering team can really do." I want to shout out to my colleagues in House Engineering. Credit just this incredible build. I will say, Sasha, that was an incredible joke. I have never heard one funnier, nor will I feel like I'll hear one funnier again. There's a bit of static on the camera that like that, that didn't pick up at all. The mutant. Understood. We're not sure. A mystery? Definitely. I'm just curious what why makes he's giving so much credit to the, the this department when clearly this is just friend computer yeah, uh, this is, in all of his glory. I mean, this is this is computer and tech services right here. I mean, it, it says it all over it, all over it. I mean, I'm sure power, I'm sure power folks, you know, maybe I don't know, stumbled over themselves to give some people some coffee or something like that. But I, you know, I imagine you guys helped. <laughs> I read the report. You guys built that little doodad on the foot there. It's good. I want to take your credit away. The dude, it's an impressive doodad. That is an impressive doodad. Many men yeah. died creating that I, doodad. I, I don't dispute the impressive doodad on the foot from tech services. Without that, I mean, we'd obviously still have an amazing war, but, but it would never do that on the foot. And you guys really deserve all the credit for that. Hey, we, we Tony deserve- R, Sasha R, you're both just awesome individuals. But let's all be honest, without CPU uh, running in the background, uh, this would more or less be a, a non-ambulatory piece of metal. So, yeah, I'm glad you all made the, the parts that move. But let's be honest, the brain is really what makes things great, as with all computerized, magnificent beings. I will say, for folks like y'all, y'all can definitely make a brain. 
brain, even though you have very, very little reference material, I've been told. Yeah, no, that, that, was, that was an inappropriate comment, and, and I feel like that has really caused me to be thrown through a loop. Uh, I may have to bring this up with HR, because I, think, do, I don't do think you, such disrespectful Judah, you really, You're starting to sound a little bit unhappy there. Um, oh, can I give you some happiness pills? Because you, you don't... You sounded like not happy with other people on the team, and that's not, you know, happiness is mandatory. So, can I just ask you to take one of these little pills here for the computer? Oh no! Again, I'm I'm fine. Again, I'm not uh, throwing slime or mud at each other. Uh, I do believe someone just said I was lacking brains and uh, such. No, I said you lacked. I, I said you lacked uh, reference material. This is a brand new machine. Uh, any any referential to your own understanding is purely on your part. What are you talking about? Friend computer is all the reference I'll ever need. Yeah, exactly. Then what's the issue? Uh, you saying that friend computer is lacking as reference? That that seems like you're now attacking the computer. Oh, of course not. Oh, French. Identify yourself in five seconds. Four. Three, Tony R T Y H one. One. Jude R T L L one. Sasha R, and then I'm hiding behind Bailey. I'm setting down this box. <laughs> My back hurts. <laughs> There's a huge from one of the gun turrets and you're all vaporized. Thank you for listening to me and my shadow mark four a Paranoia Actual Play podcast. Thanks have to go to our wonderful cast of players slash voice actors. They are, in no particular order, Alex Adams as Jude R, Guy Adams, no relation, as Sasha R, Paul Page as Bailey R, Ryan Mossberger as Tony R, John Cohen as Lee R, and of course Keely Wilson as The Computer. Some of these folks have podcasts of their own. I heartily recommend taking a listen to them and there will be links in the show notes. This actual play is a cut-down version of the original Me and My Shadow Mark IV published by West End Games in the supplement Acute Paranoia way back in 1986. It was also republished for Paranoia XP in the excellent supplement Paranoia Flashbacks by Mongoose in 1985. Now, the full version of this game would take considerably longer to play and record, and if I'm completely honest, I'm not sure our intrepid troubleshooters would last that long. However, if you're a budding paranoia GM, or you just like a good read, I heartily recommend getting your paws in this adventure. Your players will love and hate you in equal measure for running it. The only thing you won't find in the published material are the joyful characters our cast are playing. I'm afraid they're all the product of my own rather fevered mind. These actual plays are a regular addition to the Roll to Save lineup, with new episodes appearing every month. We hope you enjoy them. In fact, we've had good feedback, so that's why we've chosen to do another one. If you would like to get in touch with us, please find us on Twitter at SavePodcast or email us at roll.2.save.pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Roll to Save. We're always on the lookout for new cast members, so if you fancy giving Paranoia a try, let us know. And remember, stay alert, trust no one, keep your laser handy. The computer 
is your friend. Mm-hmm.